0: live you're with the eight news show and we're coming to you from up close and personal with hoodie and the cadco candidates here in donnybrook at the football club and that's captain hoodie right former Qantas pilot captain hoodie former Qantas pot ex-captain, ex-captain graham hood and this evening we're going to have lots of guests coming on with us scotty and i are hosting and at the moment we have matt and jeff Matt, we'll start with you, mate. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, yeah, so I pretty much uh, used to be a supervisor up in uh, the mines. Um, then the uh, mandates kicked in, um, and I haven't been back there since. Did you, did you lose your job? I haven't yet. Um, they've tried twice, um, to sack me, um, but I guess the first time I, uh, caught the bug. Um, so that sort of give me a little bit of grace there. And then, um, the second time, um, no, I, I had a exemption. Okay.
0: When you say the first time you caught the bug, you caught the C word bug. And then what, um, COVID. you COVID? Oh, 19. run for the hills.
2: <laughs> COVID 19.
0: Oh, we all have. Um, so hang on, so then you, so that interrupted your work, Matt is what you're saying, or that was what can you just explain that a little bit?
1: No, so pretty much what what um happened is so the mandates kicked in um two pretty much two weeks before I go to work, so I used to do a two and one swing um so at that time you weren't allowed to fly up to site if you had if, um so we're actually finishing work and flying home the day december the first. Ah. But if you were still up at work, it didn't matter if you're flying out, come twelve o'clock, that's it. So if you hadn't um had your first jab
0: and, and submitted your certificate. Yep,
1: you weren't allowed on site. Completely illegal, by the way, that is.
0: Right. Um, and Jeff, tell us a little bit about yourself. You were also on fly and fly at work weren't you? No. Uh, mate, I was working up uh collie at Worsley Refinery
2: and uh just finished a mechanical fitting apprenticeship, adult apprenticeship up there and I was looking to get into the cranes and uh, been up there since 2014 and um, yeah, it's something, something that I've I never really thought I'd see myself in. There's a lot of people have gone through that, you know. Mm,
3: it's crazy,
2: that, isn't it? Uh, that stress and that pressure of having that put on you,
0: it's, um, it's been hard to take. Massive coercion combined with bullying under the threat of losing losing your job, which is technically torture. Since we're talking about losing our jobs, Scotty.
4: Yeah, I think everybody here in some ways, I lost my job, um, was actually fired, sacked. Uh, And this is the the thing here. We're in Western Australia. It's uh, now May 2022, and the tyrannical government is continuing pushing out these insane unscientific policies. So everybody here has been affected and I've seen like situations where we've had 70 or 80 nurses throw their, <clears throat> their scrubs down in front of parliament house and not one politician came out and said anything. I mean, mm. I realized then that in the last two years we are on our own in a sense. The government has certainly abandoned us. I would say, mm. how do you guys feel? The rest
2: of the world's abandoned us, mate. You just yeah. see what the politicians are like. Uh, Scott Morrison at the World Economic Forum, nobody yeah. wanted to talk to him, mate. There's some absolute yeah. grubs, grubs in politics around the rest of the world and none of them wanted to speak to him at all. That yeah. made me feel like we're on our own. Yeah.
0: We've, yeah. we've got no allies at the, the more you know. find out, though, the more you learn that it's, just a, it's been a coordinated yeah. thing right around the world. The story's been the same. The way it's played out has been the same. Um, there's definitely a lot more to this than just simply, oh, a bug escaped from a lab. Yeah. Um, which is dodgy, there's a dodgy story in there somewhere as well. Um, think 12 Monkeys. But um, look, I also lost my job. I was a fly-in, fly-out worker with a particular company up there in the Pilbara. And um, same thing, I was bullied and harassed for six months leading up to it. For 12 months leading up to it, I was telling them exactly what was going to go down, that there was going to be a vaccine and all these sort of things. And they're all going, come on, you're rocks, you're, you've rocks. you got your, your rocks in your head. And then it all just it out exactly as I've been telling them the whole time. And then they started making out like I had a problem because I was really uptight about it. And I'm like, don't you understand this is an experiment? And they just, just whew, right. don't understand. Little birds just floating around in your head. It's even, hard, it's even, it's even head. harder
2: when your own family, your mum and dad and your sisters and
4: that. and Turn on you. You,
2: know, well, just, hey. that you, you can't. You can't reason with them you, you guys are from the
4: south the, for the international listeners and we do get them they you guys are we're from the southwest of western australia it's a country Damn. i don't know how many people live in this neck of the woods uh but it's a Eaves, mate. yeah shit it's, like, it's a lot of good people down here there's, yeah. well, oh, there's plenty of good people down the here legends. the legends but how i mean the, the population was how many is what's the population it's pretty no, a well, the traditional country towns that you often see but you know Australian uh life you know that kind of thing um yeah look the smaller towns you
1: you, you suppose you're looking at around the 8000 mark yeah only book probably a few less um but you've got all your different regions that sort of combine into everything so
0: yeah
4: um
1: and all we
0: talk about when we drive down here because we've had a couple of trips down just recently is like about moving down
4: here. we want to get out of get out of the big city and look even Perth they describe as a big country town but Perth Western Australia that is the area where uh the biggest main city is I guess it's ground zero yeah ground zero and it's uh you know there's just people still wearing these unscientific masks still everywhere
0: we noticed today um we bowled down the street four o'clock this afternoon and there was people working in shops every, I right. know, everywhere. I, what the so hell?
1: I drove past a guy in a car with a mask on and he's was in his own. In car. He yep. was on the uh, – man, I
0: see it all the time. It's really strange to find that in a smaller town like this where I would have thought people would have been a little bit more stick it uh, up your mum government yeah, sort of thing. A lot of us are but
2: there's still a lot of people out there that believe what they're getting told and believe the bullshit, you know.
4: Yeah. They're scared and I feel sorry for
2: those people, you know.
4: Yeah, I think it's pretty safe we could say – that almost every single the pillar of all the government policies have failed. Yes, and maybe. that's pretty much whether it's the mass mandates. I mean, look, there's evidence now is coming out reports they don't they don't work. Uh, they actually make you more sick. It's, it's completely bullshit. Well, it's been um, PCR testing quite a doesn't while. really work. The, you know, the, the inventor yeah. of the M the, the PCR the, test. The inventor of the PCR, he's now passed
0: away. Well, he just speaking to your mic, mate. Yeah. Um, they, he passed oh, shit, away Jesus. very strangely
4: this at the – like He's pissed off because I of fucking spilled some beer on his fucking
0: <laughs> – <is it>? uh, <laughs> computer. If, if we, um, yeah, if we, if we drop out – if, if, <laughs> yeah, if, pa- if we drop out, if the stream drops out um, in the next 10 minutes, I reckon if we get through 20 minutes we'll be safe, but it's Scotty's fault because he spilled beer right on the Roadcaster Pro. So uh, yeah. Look. Um, it's only the music buttons, but oh, you know, hopefully they're not damaged too badly, Scotty
4: beer and you know, computers do not mix scotty there's going children to be, take heed of that
0: there's going to be a we're conversation con- on the way over yeah the car. No, I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm a bit worried in fact about i'll probably just leave it out here. you can get it i'm probably there. gonna walk
4: back to perth and we, and by the way we're, we're about th- two and a half hours from perth i believe well you're just from, from just the sort of, southern put side the, of Perth. in, in yeah. context there we're two hours at perth and but we're drinking beer here anyway so it doesn't matter we're anymore. enjoying a few beers at the yeah we are with it. some of them yeah. and these guys are like uh these guys are sort of like your rough tough aussie kind of guys construction workers and one of them's got a great australian party uh t-shirt and that is the great australian party that's founded by i believe rod collerton yes there certainly you. is yep and we've got another one here we got the resistance Our t-shirts uh it's freedom community yep the Southwest Freedom Community. Yep. Lovely. But the t-shirt is resistance is duty, but it, it comes from the flag is the Eureka, right? Yep,
2: Eureka so flag, Eureka. mate. Yep. I've been a CFMU union member and I'm absolutely disgusted to have this flag as a part of the union now, mate, because they had yeah. no backup for us whatsoever. The, so union, have, the returned, union has betrayed the
4: Australian man. workers. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just want to say that again so that union members out there have can hear this. Uh, that you have betrayed the Australian worker. Yep. Uh, what kind of, there's just no <laughs> balls with these people. I no. mean, what happened? It's just all greed and money,
2: mate, isn't it? They, they take from us, they take from
4: them, they tell us both what we want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: To keep everybody happy, but they're not actually doing anything, are they? Yeah. Back in the day, they did. So group,
0: let's they. talk about now. Um, Matt, you're working with Tracy Aitken from Gap how what's your involvement there mate what's going on
1: yes yeah, so i've just become a volunteer just to hand out do letterbox drops um uh, get to the uh, pre-polling booths you know hand out how to vote cards um yeah it, pretty much whatever she needs or you know lend a hand um beat make up, it up beat up the opposition yeah yeah um you know get a name out there it's time for a change it, it is mate. Yeah. vote the majors last that's the
0: theme for tonight yeah. scotty and, and you yeah yeah we, we, we want, want someone
1: such- we want someone who's there, elected by the people that's going to serve the people. And, um, yep, and absolutely. she definitely will. You know, she's she, got the
4: passion. She's in this this electorate and she's pretty uh, – she knows the area. Uh, yep. Yeah, I've heard her speak before. She's really good. Uh, and, and you guys are sort of founded by great, uh, Rod, Rod Cullerton. He was a former senator, I believe. Uh, I mean,
1: yeah, I know. started following him um, just after November. Um, you know, then you start – seeing a few other people, um, and you start following them. And, um, yeah, I like what the, um, Rob was doing, um, become a member, um, you know, all parties need members. Um, so, you know, you need to get in there, pay your dues and, um, yeah, just help me out where you can. Um, and started reading the constitution as well and learn a little bit about that and trying to explain that to people as well.
0: And Rod's a, um, an absolute guru on that. And, uh, you should have seen him, uh, what was it? May, Wednesday, the 4th of May um he absolutely schooled a bunch of candidates on stage at the uh laguna club wasn't it, it was quite interesting wasn't yeah, it? yeah I, I think
4: the the important thing i got out of rod was he was talking about 1973 the impact of how they you know the lima agreement was i need to look into it a little bit more but i, I think we can see that you know this is a, a fight of globalists versus nationalism in many respects and we see australia ceding its sovereignty to overseas these institutions. And he- these institutions are uh, corrupt uh, and, and they're globalist in agenda. They're, they're actually, I mean, who decided in 1973 that we were going to stop supporting the Australian worker and the Australian people and move our industries overseas, the corporations? Yeah. It's yeah. a corporate mentality, it's like, it's global. So yeah. Pretty
1: much take away, yeah, took away our rights, you know, by yeah. changing the Commonwealth Constitution to the Australian Act yeah uh without a referendum yep um and rod spoke about it just up in the perth rally he did um yeah and they've got no evidences
0: and there's so many of these situations where these sneaky little dealings have been done and it's just been kept behind our backs and now we get down the track and go hang on a minute this is all wrong oh there's been changes to the law that we didn't know about yep. but the problem with it is is that australians are not active politically and we have to. Definitely This not. is a big thing we've learnt from this. And, I mean, you go to European countries like France, for example, and they'll have millions of people on the street just rioting if the government tries to do something. I mean, they're getting overtaken in a big way. Well, you know, you know,
4: France has had this – I wouldn't say they're united, though, in this effort. They're not, no. You know, um, look, Macron's back in. Uh, I don't know how that maybe there was corruption at the level, but you know France is under turmoil. It's they been are. for a long time. Italy, uh, even Germany, Austria. You look at these countries, certain ones in Europe, they are controlled by the bankers. I mean, look at you know every Italian will tell you, oh, especially in Italy, you know Draghi used to work. The former prime minister was like he uh, used to work for Goldman Sachs. So this is a banker. Uh, this is globalism. This is Davos. This is the World Economic Forum. Yeah. These psychopaths. They're all
0: working together to, to, to create full spectrum dominance. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: And what's a, you know, billionaire money. Yeah. You've got billions and billions of dollars. What's the next thing you want? Yeah, exactly. Power Power and control. Well,
0: interesting thing. If you look at somebody like Andrew Forrest, a multi-billionaire here locally, um, if you look or if you look at people like this what they do is they start taking over they get into the the four pillars of society sort of thing so agriculture natural resources energy production and he's getting involved in all three of those don't trust um, one little thing he's doing mate. that's right and the, the other one is pharmaceuticals yeah. so, buy,
2: buys western force to keep us all entertained
0: yeah all, oh, yes. all he's doing, mate. well mate his um company i won't say much about that but um I can tell you they have a policy um uh, policies around discrimination just that alone Mm. and yet where all of the employees of his company have been heavily discriminated against if you go read those policies it's just like it's like night and day it clearly says that they wouldn't do all of the things that they have done in this situation but like in so many situations relating to this Scandemic, um normal natural laws or decision-making processes were just thrown out the door yep erased erased look the other way um that didn't really happen and it's totally legitimate if it did kind of thing just
2: about every workplace policy has been thrown the door isn't it
3: yeah so we're
0: just being interrupted by deb
4: one of the (laughs) event (laughs) organizers yeah Yeah. Yeah. I, i think matt you work for deb don't you Jeff, no. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff. You work with Jeff. We, no, we work together, mate. We work together. Yeah. So, yeah. is she, she the boss or the?
2: <laughs> she she is an amazing woman, mate. She's done so much yeah, for definitely. the local community. She is. Yeah, yeah, she's and amazing. Like when I was when I first got uh, let go from work, I was pretty lost. Eh, I didn't know where I was, what I was doing. You know. And, so, um, mate,
0: that was actually my next question. Tell us the story. You, you you you've sort of you were in a dark place for a while, eh? Yeah, just and not knowing, as a lot of people are, you know, mm-hmm. with this decision that
2: we've made not to get this poison bloody jab. Mm. You know, uh, November last year, I just uh, got put on the table. This was this was coming and I was like, well, I don't feel right with it. My, my gut and my heart and my head were all doing backflips and didn't know what was happening, you know. But once I found the Southwest Freedom community and got in touch with them, what is that thing going off, mate? I have no idea <laughs> everyone. Right. Lord
0: of the Rings I I, I I when I when we get asked if we can do a podcast yeah, I say yeah, now we need a quiet room yeah. we need this and then this
4: bloke goes oh no it'll be all right atmosphere <laughs> come on man <laughs> yeah. in the background there's some horns going off just in, yeah
2: uh, Viking but, horn yeah I'm not Vikings sure that out coming there. through really clearly on the mic I'm not sure yeah. but um and no, I just uh when I when I um found the Seth refrigerant community my gut and my heart and head just aligned and I knew i was focused
4: you had a purpose yeah mate that yeah. was and like i was man.
2: helping people you know helping people get through this and realize they're not alone
4: yeah mate uh, started, have you seen started, a lot of people like the community suffering or yourself or any, well, there's still
2: and, people coming out that think they're alone through this yeah you know? and yeah That just amazes me because we've been going at least six months now
0: mate you know what it is it's part of this um apathy that's chronic in our society where you know for the 12 months leading up to this this mandate thing like i was saying just earlier i was speaking to everyone i could about it and what was ha- going to happen and all that sort of thing um not one person i'll guarantee you not one person in my mm-hmm. set of work colleagues that i told all about this i'll guarantee you not one of them went home and did their own research yeah and and you'll notice in mainstream media they say things like oh those people who say that are nuts you shouldn't do that well of course they'd say that because then you stop listening to them we're not conspiracy well, theorists anymore mate we're uh, conspiracy realists that's it yeah that's so as soon as your it's eyes open true. you can't you can't unsee it can you yeah nope and that's what they're so afraid of yep. um and i think that's part of what's going on with um this pandemic coming in and i'm sure there's going to be more yeah. life-changing this, this, this events is just a lull in this proceedings is, mate this is just know, the beginning we know the
2: next thing's going to be happening so yeah the election's over
4: yeah, because it's it's prior to the elections here in the federal elections in Australia, and it's they're all letting it go. You know, I saw you know who I saw the other day, Lord Mayor of Perth, and I, I sort of you know put the question to him. know, why don't you come over and talk to the umbrella people because we're standing outside the that they meet every day. That like it's 150 days now or something. They're they're calling on the Governor Kim Beasley, to dissolve the government, and they sit there every day, stand in front of stand in front of the. And he said, What are you complaining about? Everything is everything's over with now. And I said, What do you mean? These people lost their They can't go to work. Yeah, they, Half these people lost their jobs. I mean, we've lost our jobs in this room. We've got families. Yeah. Does the government care? And no, the, the no. new
2: governor's taken over now. And guess what? Guess what he used to be? Oh, yes. This. COVID commander. Yeah. Ex-police uh, chief. Extraordinaire. Yeah.
4: Mate. Making the cop, the police Ridiculous. were forced to wear command. masks in yeah. Perth when nobody else were. Masks that don't work. I think, you know, but luckily there are many police that are really secretly the police. Uh, a lot M- of them behind the scenes used to give us the odd wink and yeah. and yeah, the the COVID commander might not be as, as popular as he thinks he may be. I don't know what what he really thinks, but well, it just disgusts me outrightly
0: that um, McGowan McCloud would go and put someone like that into that position. That is just outrageous mm. and just another slap in the it's face. A big boys come, I mean, mate first of all we called morons and told that we should grow up your brain and-, and grow a brain and all that and then he goes and does that just to be i, I think it was done out of spite to be honest
4: yeah well the, I, I think all you got to is look at the 75 year suppressions that the uh uh pfizer documents they tried to hide the, yeah. the, the adverse reactions and they're just Absolutely. showing
1: so much and not one word from media i emailed all the ministers you name it, all the… Because um, they've been paid to yeah, cover it Yeah, all the TV up. stations yeah. and
0: i got nothing back. You know what? Um, we've talked about this several times on this podcast already. The, this $41 million in tax exemptions that was given last year, God knows how much is it, it is this year, but um, that was a flat-out payoff. I don't care what way you dice it. And anyway, why the hell do media companies like that deserve to get those sort of exemptions when the rest of the country is still working and struggling that's right so it's totally unfair it's outrageous and then you find out that kerry stokes was given 25 million dollars in job keeper that the government put on and he didn't pass one cent surprise, on. The surprise surprise yeah surprise yeah it's disgraceful it's yes, right it's um, time to get the
2: corruption out. That's why I've been helping out with Tracy as well, handing out flyers and stuff. Yeah. And I've known Tracy for over 15 years. And hey, Tracey, throwing my uh, weight behind her full force. This is Great Aiken
4: is what Aiken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she is with the uh, Great Australian Party. Yes, running for the Cedar right right right. Forest. Yep, yep Cedar yep. Forest. So yep. that's the that's the uh, the district here in uh, southwest. Yeah, so and, it goes
1: all the way from was it Harvey down to Augusta. That's Donnybrook, and sort of that little area there. So.
0: Look, I've um, interviewed lots of the Freedom Party candidates over the last couple of months and um, I'll guarantee you that Tracy is right up there with the ones that I believe are going to have the most success. I mean, just speaking to her, she's passionate. She speaks really well. She's got clear objectives that she's trying to um, work on. Um, or achieve, I should say, um, and she's she's clearly quite intelligent, oh, which yeah. I think is that combination that you need. Um, there's lots of really awesome people out there and they're doing really awesome things. They've got great things behind them. But the question we've got to ask is um, do they have the ability to break through that barrier? There's quite a few of them that do. But I think that this election whilst we all we we want to vote the majors last and we want to do all those things i don't think that it's going to be the the great change that everyone's looking for it's going to be the beginning of the great change that everyone's looking for i
1: like the way that sounds
0: because i mean everyone's waking up to it and we're all um you know here we are we've all lost our jobs we're sitting here on a podcast scotty and i running around making videos about everything capturing all the information talking to people who've been injured and all that sort of jazz um But there's still so many people asleep to it. And I think the thing that is in the back of my mind all the time is that it feels bigger than what it may be because we're fully entrenched in the movement. Um, But to be realistic about it, we need need to understand that we're working hard to make that change. And this is going to be a years-long battle. And this is the thing that a lot of people are having a hard time keeping up with is that they think that there should be immediate change. Oh, we've had 50,000 on the street protesting. Now let's wait for the change. Well, it doesn't work that way. No, definitely not. How, how many deaths from the uh, reactions is it, it going to take for people to wake up? Well, that's right. And I'll tell you but what. When is the magic number? Uh, mate, I'll tell you magic what. Number? I definitely feel, I feel very strongly about this. The death numbers are far, far greater than what we understand currently and and so same with the injuries obviously it goes hand in hand doesn't it
4: yeah, well you know just yeah. about half an hour prior to this very moment now we just spoke to a lady whose husband part, sorry her partner died within i think three days after getting the astrazeneca the so here's a show. guy this is right here i guess bridgetown how far is that from uh not far oh, it's a 45 minute drive yeah so it? look I spoke to a lady now and it's been a number of people that know her personally he died within three at uh, three days after getting the jab yeah. and you know it's like the coroner said no but the doctor said yes uh we spoke to another uh a guy named Ben who lives in bridgetown and he's paralyzed half his body is paralyzed and he's going to, he's been referred to the vaccine uh inf- vaccine uh, clinic yeah yeah the, the, the official vet va- so they, they have this crap and i mean the government has blessed. based so mm. the government does kill yeah. it's you know and they they're pumping us out i think a great yeah. mistake mcgowan is running around look McLeod, sorry
2: McLeod. yeah got, don't say anything yeah, nice. he's a peanut do not say his name peanut sounds good he, he's a, <laughs> a an, he's
0: a, a narcissistic arrogant ignorant son of a bitch. And I had to put American you're, accent on <laughs> it. being too kind. I had a, bit of kind, a sir. that was going to
2: happen and he was going to be like that once he took charge of the money as well. And he yeah. it was going to go to his head,
4: you know. So. We had a big problem in this state where you got got uh, the, uh, the Labor in control with everything and there's mm-hmm. no opposition basically. Yeah, well, when,
1: really I was, not- when I sent all my emails off to the – those shitheads heads up in the parliament, I think out of the 56, whatever upper or lower house it was, you know, 44 are Labor.
0: Yeah, but, but you know, the, the worst part yeah. about it is, the, the truly frightening part about it is the majority of these people don't understand the subject matter. They, they feel, they believe that legally speaking and health, you know, the health information, all it was actually there, it wasn't. You'll notice it doesn't matter where you go, but they always say, the health experts say that we need to do this and that, but you never ever find out who they are and you never yeah. see the data that they're quoting because there is none. It's all made up. It's all made up. All and we know for a fact, off. we actually now have evidence that strongly suggests, and I mean, this is going to continue to come out, but it strongly suggests that Mark McGowan did not receive any medical advice. He's got none. He got some emails where it's a chat about things. That's right. They don't have any.
1: Yeah. That's why they're not <clears throat> putting it out there. You know, when they were giving the figures for COVID here and this person but Now they don't do that. It's yeah but yeah. that's but also where the
0: died with COVID yeah. comes in. What a crock of shit. What nineteen eighty four doublespeak is that?
1: Yeah, I was reading something today. By um, an ex barrister, and from 1970 right up to 2020, I think it was 3,000 something deaths, and I think it worked out about 2.4 deaths. Oh, a yeah, year. Yeah.
0: you mean from the highest um, from yeah, when, vaccines? Yeah, when you look at the ones, the drugs slash vaccines yep. that had the worst reactions, it's like just small numbers over 20 and 30 years. And okay, 2,000 or 3,000 really over 20 years is nothing, right? Yep. But then we get to this era and we have way over 120,000 reported side effects in six months. Oh no, it was 101,000 in six months, I think. But we already have the data to show that just on the reporting databases, three times more people died from the vaccine than they did of the actual COVID. Crazy, eh? Yeah. And that's a fact. We all know we're just cattle to them, mate, anyway. Yeah, so. We are.
2: Okay. That's exactly why we, that's why
0: we've got to stick together because we're more than that absolutely yeah. we are definitely have each, other, have each other's back mate and take it back to him mate. when Klaus Schwab says they will own nothing and be happy yeah. I say you'll live with a broomstick up your ass and be happy uh, because he can go to hell and they think they that we're gonna start eating bugs like fuck I am Scott are you gonna eat bugs um, I've eaten
4: it. lots of bugs before you would have in the jungle uh, the jungle's a Burma, I've eaten Giant grasshoppers fried well, and tasty. rats as well. But you know, look,
2: my, my kids are getting used to eating kangaroo meat in Warcraft, Oh, yeah. Kangaroo <laughs> meat's good. You I mean, go out shooting.
0: You got to butter it though. No comment. <laughs> hey, um, I'll come out with you one day. We'll go and find some gate as well. Private land. How about some politicians? <laughs> good stuff. Um, nice excuse me, assumption. Scott. It's one thing to call <laughs> them a fuckwit, but you can't threaten them
4: on air. No, no, no. We're talking about the kangaroos. Oh, what, are you what did you say? Did I confuse? Did I said politicians. <laughs> did I confuse what Jesus? What I must. You were saying. Oh, I got thick, confused a little bit sometimes. Anyway, I'm sure. Speaking you- of kangaroos, on the Great Australian Party, there is a giant red kangaroo above it. It's a great logo. Rufus. Rufus is the name of the kangaroo. Yeah. Is it? Rufus is that his real name? I mean, officially. Yeah what what can you tell us the about the background of that no yeah. i
1: can't i remember rod saying it um, yeah. and it just stuck with me but i don't know why rod, rod,
4: if you're listening to this one day let us know who rufus is in relevance to the well we're going to have great, to get on rod's podcast the big red it's a big red kangaroo i guess
0: yep did you know that i, I did a an hour, hour and a half session with rod carter and, and as soon as we finished he goes takes the headphones mate i've got to get one of those where do i get one <laughs> And he phones <laughs> me and he says i'm in the music shop now, can you just tell the guy what i need it's
1: good fun you get a commission. yeah it's quite funny when he was down in boston and I had a bit of a chat to him and yeah just a you know that average guy that yep. just like me just walk earth. past him
0: in the street yeah he's very intense yeah. um but you would be if you're you know at that level I yeah
2: first, i first met him after a one of the perth rallies that, that got me all fired up about this movement and uh at the be- belgian beer cafe mate oh, yeah. oh really pint in hand Oh, he's a champion isn't he? right and just one of the one of the blokes that could rattle off anything you asked him about the constitution well, and knew everything you know. and everything you know
0: what's like. really sad uh, i can understand a bloke at his level cop and criticism but it, it's 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 sad that um throughout our freedom movement there's constantly in fighting which is. i find really disappointing look
2: I think um, that's
4: natural with all human beings and all organisations. yeah it's
0: egotistical coming into it, isn't it? yeah I mean, it's
2: like we can't we're all different we can't all get along but we've got to try and make it make it all we work, do right.
0: because um, of greater good you know well and that's it's right mate a good, like we uh, are uh, well <laughs> but, but it's true um with everything that we've been through we if we continue to carry on with the old way of doing things and like once upon a time we wouldn't have even talked about it. it's like oh yeah it's human nature but we need to actually get a little bit stronger and a little bit more well organized and a little bit more committed definitely um you know scotty and i've been doing lots of k's recently to come and just grab these recordings and do all sorts of stuff um and yet there are people out there that say oh i wouldn't travel to do that and i'm like how are you gonna win yeah that's it mate you guys are are doing
3: you a good job keep fighting. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Y- yeah. yeah you ain't gonna get it from out of the newspapers you ain't gonna get it off channel that's right Them them mob because they're just telling you what the government want, want you to hear
0: mate i'll tell you what when the when this all happened and i lost my job i went fuck it." that's it i'm going to get revenge now and i went out i went out and i did it and i'm doing it and um i'm fully committed to that because i want to win i want to see people in jail i want to i want to um make a massive claim on a uh what do you call it a civil action class lawsuit, action or or class action lo- yeah. lawsuit i want all of those things because i had everything stripped away from me yeah. and i'm literally yeah. my bank accounts just got run and dry it's just going down that's all that's happening um and we do not deserve that
2: yeah, oh, no. we, went, we went through a uh, well, I went through a unfair dismissal claim and got to the point of where you need to engage lawyers and stuff like that and, and that was it so it's like Yep. How you, far do you want to go with this? And you can only claim lost earnings. mate. Don't start me so on that. It's one. It's like, mate, how, yeah. how corrupt is this system that we're living in here? Uh, the, hey, listen, I've started, I've started my own business. Now Ruse maintenance services, mate. Big red roo on the, okay. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. Give it a little <laughs> plug here. Okay. Oh mate, please plug. <laughs> so away. what's the name nice of it again? Roo. Roos maintenance services. Red just, Roos. No, just Roo. Roos dot R double O I, double o? I- double maintenance services. Just in Bunbury. Beautiful. So it's doing home. Bunbury for one of the best uh, Company, maintenance Great
4: services, man. you'll get a decent <laughs> look. Um, look, you come recommended because we know Deb. And she said that you're, I've a, seen some uh, of the work he's done, Ed. He she said you're a stand up guy, you know what I mean? I serviced her yeah, car, mate. She, <laughs> I
1: serviced her
2: car, and I oh, beautiful, do all sorts of different stuff. And I'm yep. loving life, mate. Just learning i'd uh, going back to schools that I learned my younger days, yeah, yep. you no, know, just not being part of the big mining system and just being a number, yeah, because we're more than that,
0: yep we are. Yeah. M- Matt, do you reckon you'll ever go back to normal life? after all this ends i think it will end eventually but
1: i don't i quite like being home i haven't been home for a long time i've always done that fifo side of things two and ones yeah yeah so it has been interesting being home for the last what's this five six six months um i have enjoyed it um and you know is it time for me to do something else
4: well yeah well that's
1: the question isn't it but i'm not going to go out without a fight now i've got rights and yeah. they're not, not going to walk over me. That's it, mate. Um,
0: Look, speaking of that, just going back to the Fair Work Commission, you guys understand that that was actually set up to represent employees. That was why that was created. Yeah, supposedly. Um, to sort of stop clogging up the court system and it was there to represent employees. But now it, it purely and utterly represents the government agenda in support of the corporations. Yep. The majority of the corporations that have lost people are in control by the people that are behind all this shit anyway.
2: So,
4: Yeah. Hey, w- what yeah, do you reckon? the level of corruption that's happened in this. Oh, it's, it's in it's unbelievable. It's so deep. It's so deep. You never what? thought we'd see this in our own country. Oh,
1: though. no.
0: You just… It, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you a
1: funny story. Like, you go back in the early days and you get new airplanes in the sky and always back that era was the crest, uh, crash test dummy for that type of thing. Not, not a good term to use, I suppose, no. but… And all I thought, ah, you know, airplanes now, beautiful. And all of a sudden, this um, pandemic comes along, as they call it. And and what are we?
4: We're just lab rats. We're total lab rats. Yeah. Well, it's experimental, isn't it? Experimental mm. drug. All you got to do is read. I keep telling people, why would you get the job? Why would you get the jab? With- Have you read the nine pages of adverse? Why would Pfizer try to hide this for seventy-five years? It's clear. Well, Your it's experiment. not experiment. Pfizer and our own government and the government, yeah and these contracts. can we see the contracts that these uh are a few no so we, do we even have a democracy we elect representatives but they soon become dictators well scotty you've right? got a, a legal background oh, what's yeah. the defin- don't hold that against me
0: what's the definition of treason
4: treason is going against your constitution against your government yeah betr- and they, and they betrayal, betrayal betrayal it's betrayal
0: they- of your people yeah and how badly have we been betrayed? I think intensely. Oh, yeah.
4: It's, it's sick. But, but they've done this globally, you know. It's even, uh, yeah. you know, and, it, and it's, it all sort of comes back to this
1: globalization verse. Well, they've done it so slowly that no one's noticed. And then yeah, I think it. all take, the little
4: things that come out. A of time. Yeah. Now, I, I just let you it's know it's that fun. in Florida, they haven't had mandates for a year, like a year and a half or something. Yeah, and it's man. one of the. There's nobody dying in this, not dying in the no, streets. They don't wear masks. The governor Desantis came out and sc- yelled at a bunch of kids for wearing a mask. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I so did get see that. Off that yeah, he told them the other run. day. <laughs>
2: kids every day for wearing masks, <laughs> especially behind by <laughs> by <laughs> where they
4: get off the school bus. Oh man, the psychopath, yeah. the the actual insane policy. The Department of Health, the Department of Education, what they're doing in Western Australia. They had we had we, had, we, had, we were talking to some um, parents. Yep. the year two and three is in the same class the year twos don't wear a mask but the years three do because the, the virus can determine which yeah. per, they're, 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 so that we can no longer trust the institutions and the government we the science can no longer it. why can
1: you go and have a meal in a restaurant but the people there have got to be vaccinated to yeah. the it? Yeah. there's no science behind it it's just a load you know,
0: of the science is um depopulation science that's what it's all about um this is why when we as normal regular people we look at these sorts of things that you've just mentioned and none of it makes sense well until you start thinking about well what could really be behind it because i tell you what mate um well people are going to say
4: they're just plain stupid and well well,
0: yeah but but look i mean i grew up in a medical family i mean i grew up literally having discussions about all kinds of diseases and everything every night at the dinner table because mum worked in an operating theatre and dad was a GP um, and I'm gonna tell you for a fact that the doctors and nurses today have betrayed us obviously not every one of them but the vast majority and I have had this discussion with my own doctor and we've been betrayed in a grand experiment, and, and um, who's the one person you're supposed to trust? Your doctor, yeah. and and now, yet yeah, doctor patient privacy has been completely dissolved because now your the corporation you work for is now responsible for that doctor patient privacy. Yep. It's now between you and your company that you work for, which is acting by proxy of the government. And a mandate that's not law. Yeah, it's insanity. And yet, the majority of people, even though they don't feel, even though they don't feel comfortable with it, they've accepted it. To me, it, I I it's can't it's get my head. Holding, it mate. it it's, is. You
2: can't believe how many.
0: It is. People just can't think for themselves. Yeah, it, or, I,
2: or they don't want it, or they just want to live their life.
0: You know what? I, as I, they know it, you know, just yeah. Mate, I had a conversation know, you know, it's like being on a mine site. You got big, tough blokes everywhere. And I had the conversation and they would say to me, but what can you do? And I said, you tell them to jam it and you'll walk off site. Let's all do it boys. I'd have all the supervisors around me. I'm like, let's just walk out together and all the boys will follow us. And then they'll be screwed. They won't be able to operate. And everyone's like, you can't do that.
2: No one sticks together anymore either. eh? Yeah. No. No.
0: 28% Twenty eight percent of the of the people at Rio
2: didn't want to get it. The train drivers are exempt. But they the turned. They,
0: they, they Is that because they them.
2: rejected it? Yeah. They were against it. And then the train drivers at Rio Tinto had an emergency meeting the next day, and the train drivers are exempt. Isn't it incredible? Yeah. The train drivers, if they if they said, "Well, we're not going back to work until the rest of you boys don't have to have it either," but they didn't stand together. But
0: if yeah, man.
4: Oh, so man. yeah, is it was an old saying from the Revolutionary War about you know. Uh, Speaking to you, Mike, Scotty. There's an old saying that you know you hang together or you hang separately or something. That like is that, exactly right. right. You, don't win, you, st- don't, you don't
2: win a war on your own. No. Stand
0: together or hang separately. Teamwork
4: makes the dream work. We can go on. We're,
2: we're in a war. This,
4: this is, is a war, a, mate. This is
2: a, a this is our war of our generation.
4: Asymmetrical yeah. war of it the is. globalists versus nationalists, and the corporations are breathing down our necks and see. You know, there's a lady named Catherine Austin Fitz, and she's be a bank. She's a banker, and but you know, she worked for the federal us government and she described what the plan is as a digital concentration camp yep it's the biometrics uh, id the cashless society everything into a car socialist so, yeah and, they're, they're basically uh, global communists it's it's yep. you own if you take that concept from klaus schwab's you know world economic forum Senator that you will own nothing and be happy that's something out of orwell that's something out of animal farm yeah, it's yeah. uh what kind of bullshit that you know if you look at that video they got the second thing is like you will get your food by a drone or something they just want you sitting home it's technocracy communism it's this global psychopathic uh, yeah what's the Facebook thing called
0: shit book shit book yeah they've, they've brought a thing out I'm trying to think of the name of it right now there'll be people at home screaming at me but essentially what it's all about is it's about doing everything virtually. Oh yeah, yeah, the- um, So you have your goals when you, you you meet your avatar friends at work and you centre and around the, the water machine, water fountain having conversations like that. I, I mean- Because you can't work because you're stuck at home on, in isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want everyone imprisoned in, in their own yeah. homes so that they they can control everyone. I mean, it's d- it's a divide and conquer technique. And
2: then, <laughs> everything's medicated. monitored. So
4: every time you click onto something, everything you watch, if they if, if they know what kind of food you're eating, they know what you're going to be geared toward. Uh, so ha- what kind of medication is to pump pump into you? You know, it's all connected. And, well, you know,
2: a, 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 med- a sick and medicated society is an easy controlled
1: society. Yeah. Well, but I used to say, if we ever went to war, would be good because uh, us unvax people can't can't fly, so. You're on your own there, guys. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. trust them. Hey, what, speaking what about, what about about mate? giving
2: blood? I, I've given blood. blood at Red Cross over 30 times. Yeah. I ain't going to do it now unless I'm paid for it, mate. I oh, know. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah, we, That's yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, but you, you, no. you just brought hey, up – How are you guys going go
4: sub- for time and everything? You're all good? 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 Yeah, no, yeah we'll, 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 a take a, we'll take hey.
0: a break in a moment. But um, what do you reckon about this, you guys? Uh, I think that – well, I, I've already seen signs of it that the mining companies – um, they're having a hard time because this, they've lost so many people. I can tell you.
1: Cause I, it's good, isn't it?
0: It's
1: great. Still but got my emails. Sort of, sort of yeah, road. you've got your emails. So yeah, seeing what's coming through. So they've got that many in isolation. There's people doing extra work, getting paid for it. Um, and gastro. The amount of gastro notices I'm seeing come out is like, my God. And then I said the other day when I got a phone call, like, aren't you just putting two and two together here? Well, mate, what, what, what's I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm lost on that one. What, Shitty
2: camp food, mate. When you cook sausages on a Sunday and they're still eating it on a Thursday the next week. Because they've, they've got food. so few people Se- to seven, run these seven massive operations. A day. Seven dollars a day is what the... Uh, but you know
0: what I was going to... It ain't I'm that. Giving, mate. Yeah. It's no? less than that. Yeah. Look, I, I want to tell uh, you straight about a mind. Hang on a minute. Hang on. The, the point I was going to make was is that I'll guarantee you there'll, a time will come where people like are going to get a phone call and go oh do you think you'd like to come back and work for us and i'm going to go yeah for 200k no well, problem you can pay me 50 grand a year or more over what i'm doing because you need to pay me back
4: bitch." well i hope that works out but you know look i wouldn't count on anything anymore
0: i'm not counting on anything Things but i'd still have it. the yeah. conversation with them no.
1: well i'd you know i've been with the company for nearly oh it is 19 years now um i used all my long service leave up yeah Um but I shouldn't have had to do that. I shouldn't have had to be put in this position to say, no, I'm not coming aside. I'm not taking this fucking poison that you're trying to put in me. No, no. Give me some right to do it. Yeah, that's right. Mate, I always say informed
0: consent is my right, not my obligation.
1: This is the only thing I own, wholly and solely.
4: Yeah.
1: I've got a right what goes into, into it. There's been a lot of things that probably over the time that has gone into it. But I made that choice. Not to say yeah, that, not no, the I government. Don't admit
0: anything on call. No, not that here. one. <laughs> call cool McGowan names and saying admit any wrongdoing you might have done yourself. All right,
2: that dog.
4: Um, yeah. Righto. Um, I no, think. No, we're, look, we're I just leaning. want to say one, please, one last thing please, about the please, mining go. thing, and I want to put, look. I interviewed a mining uh, executive. He was a, he would have been in the mid level management of management of some sort, and he told me that they were having loads and loads of people never saw anything like it in his life they were all being airlifted off mine sites yep. from heart problems yep and he said what is going on here i mean he, he, he was in front of parliament house i had the interview i might even put it up one day but you should yeah it, uh, it was there, were, there was hundreds of people from united services and other uh industries that probably i'm gonna guess a thousand uniforms all thrown at parliament house yeah, you mean the mining shirts yeah, yeah. yeah. the mining shirts
1: yeah too, you were and there and you were there were, there, were you well, i interviewed I a, could, no i wasn't there for that one i public interviewed public a guy there and he well. said
4: look we've had people so have they killed people in the mining industry i mean this is basically oh, the employer the government have. responsible for killing their own mate it's, it's if if what he says is true now and look he wasn't lying to me because i could sort of tell I'm yeah. glad you brought it up, mate, because have you
0: guys I mean I can literally tell you about uh four or five deaths that I know of for a fact from different mining companies. Um The company that I used to work for had someone go out at lunchtime, get the jab, by around two thirty in the afternoon they would they drop dead at their desk in the head office. In the aircon, let alone working out in the heat. A, That's right. And then, and then, and then I know for a fact that the executive branch of that company know exactly why it happened. And then there was another one where an indigenous guy got it the night, the afternoon before flying back to work, got back to work, told his bosses that he was not feeling great, that this, he thinks it was because of this, guess what they did, sent him out to work and he killed himself. In a a, a car crash.
4: you mean, he he died in a workplace accident. You mean, he committed
0: suicide. No, no, he he died in a workplace accident because he was so impaired.
4: Okay, yeah, he was
0: injured. Now, I've done my section thirty. What's it called? Section forty-four. Section forty-four. Workplace health Duty duty of care. um, uh, Training for mine sites, and I can tell you for a fact that you, you you don't the last thing you do is if you've got a bloke saying i'm not feeling well this is what's happened i think it's this." you don't send them out on site that's right you stand them down for the day until they're feeling better and um or you put things in place so that they can work safely so you pair them up with someone yeah. or something like that right um but that's that and then at another mining company um I knew about this maybe because I just did my research, but about 12 months ago, I knew that if you had a history of epileptic fits, you never, ever go and take one of these experimental MRNA shots. And this person did, uh, straight after work, went home within a couple of hours, went into an epileptic seizure and fitted until they died 23 years of age
2: bloody disgusting well
1: this person had been through all the harassment and bullying to get yeah. the shot have a look at all these uh professional athletes that are dropping dead yep and I tried to explain this to someone the other day and they're like no no that's not happening it's yeah. definitely happening you know though.
0: why because they put newspaper articles out saying that no 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 the reason there's so many heart attacks is because of the lockdown and all these people couldn't get in to see a doctor well, I'm sorry, but when you're a professional af- uh, athlete, you have team doctors, y- you never miss a medical appointment. You're being checked up on all the time yep. and now these people are dropping dead on the sports fields or on the cycle yeah. track and, and everywhere else. The
2: mental health side of things too. How many people have actually committed suicide because of all this as well? You know what I mean? Look, oh mate. All these blue trees everywhere down south and up Oh yeah. I want to hang these politicians off that
0: bloody blue tree, mate. hey, what about – I actually brought this up with Hoodie the other day um, in Mandurah. Um, What do you reckon also about all the doctors and nurses, right, by the time that all these people are really starting to die and they've finally come around to the fact that, oh, yeah, well, I did did participate (laughs) in that, I caused some of that. These doctors and nurses in their legions – are going to be so morally corrupt that they're either going to go and do really dark and dirty things on behalf of the government or they're going to be so depressed and compromised that they're not going to be able to do their job properly either anyway so i don't know how far or how long down the track it's going to get but there's going to be a point where all of a sudden people are going to go shit there's so many people have died from this and then that's going to there's going to be a turmoil with that and then there's going to be that second knock-on effect where we're not going to have the access to the the medical professions because they've all fucked up and died or committed suicide or they're that depressed you can't trust them i mean already now people are fearful to go into hospitals
2: yeah i don't trust the bloody doctors now mate Uh, my my dad just um my dad's got cancer he just he just got uh taken by ambulance to the up to the rph COVID ward you know he's was he low oxygen stats and i thought that was it you know once you get once you go in there that's that's it but it looks like he's gonna come home thankfully and not pass away surrounded by people with masks and not families so how's he
0: been treated pretty good apparently because he wasn't apart, jabbed apart right
2: food you know, he's, he's tripled
1: he's tripled you know, that's oh that's,
2: that's the hard thing my whole family mate it's only me and my family that haven't been. they
1: all think we're cases Yep, I'm the same. I'm the
0: same, mate. I'm the same. Well,
4: you know, the thing is that it's experimental drug, and I look at these people that I've sort of interviewed over the while now. There's a, there, a lot of them are very fit, and yeah. I, I can tell you now, a 35 year old guy was a bike rider, a mountain biker, and he got the jab, and he's been diagnosed, confirmed by mm-hmm. West Australian doctors here, that he's got myopericarditis. That's mm a very high level one it's like apparently there's pericarditis myocarditis and myopericarditis yeah it's his it's, it's dog i've seen his medical documents it says very very clear he, and he he was four days in hospital another guy brent fowler who was 20 days in hospital and the same time mark mcgowan is on the radio uh the yeah. media saying that the jabs are safe for you yeah and he say, heard it. They he lied about everything. Hospital. He heard it. He was in hospital for 20 days. There's a COVID ward. My doc, funny enough, my doctor I went in, said, said to me, get, he said, get the jab. I said, but what about, uh, is it a possibility that I could die from? And he goes, yes, but it's small. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine?
3: Do these, this do, is,
4: these, is, do these people
2: actually believe what I you're say,
4: telling us? Nein, Dr. Mengele, I do not want your jab. <laughs> yeah. I do not nein, want nein. it. It is just not a so job. I do not want it. These these are there. I mean, so I don't. I'm. If anything happened, no, I won't say anymore. Yeah. Look, Put mate. In. We, we we know. Take that, some
0: out. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's deadly, and that's the same as me, mate. Oh, I, I was real so worried about it, and I went to two different doctors, and they literally just sh- continued to try and um, coerce me into it. Absolutely. And I said, but I've got all these questions. Well, what are they? And I said, I I boom, 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 boom. No, 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 that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Oh, you don't worry about that one. You don't worry about that and blah, 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 blah. And I said, but you haven't answered my questions properly. Um, You've diverted my questions at every point back to I should just take it. So you've left me with no choice. I can't give informed consent. So now you need to give me an exemption. They're like, well, we can't do that. I'm like, yes, you can. Because here, I, and I pulled out the printouts from the immunization handbook that come out directly out of our legislation. And I said, here, look at this. It's all about informed consent. Sorry, we can't do that. And I said to the one, one of the doctors, I said, right, I'm going to have to report you to APRA then. And you should have seen them. A, a lady. What's his name? A lady started <laughs> shaking and panting sort of thing. And she's like, but you'll ruin me. And I said, well, that's okay. That's what, you're, what are right you trying right? to do to me? I said, you're ruining me. And you're ruining all, all of the children and everybody else. So I'm sorry, I'm going to have to report you. You can't, you can't. I said, okay, well, you need to get onto Services Australia. For everyone who doesn't know who that is, that's the, the group that runs Medicare. And I said, you need to work it out with them because the forms, there were no forms available to give an exemption when you can't, give informed consent you had to have myocarditis yeah. or some other condition there was only like two conditions that you could get it under sort of thing you could get there and i said that you need to get on the phone and start working through this with them and this doctor had the disgraceful hide to say to me but that'll take hours and hours and hours are you going to pay me for that and i said well i'll just report you to apra then <laughs> but but you'll destroy me I said well
4: again what's the address of his office
0: no oh, well, don't worry we're gonna I'm gonna Her office. I, I, Her office. And you know what I, <laughs> said I said to this person I said this person I wasn't <laughs> lying that I said listen I've just spent the last few weeks on the streets interviewing people and I said and if you want me to appear at your doorstep and start interviewing you we can have that discussion later on if you like what do you mean? You can't do that. You, that'll be harassment. I said, hey, listen, what you're doing to me is far worse than harassment. They still, they just can't no, understand. Doctors it. do have a lot
2: to answer for, mate. I took my young fella in for a, a minor thing to the local doctor's surgery. Oh, while you're here, would you like to, to get him his COVID vaccine?
0: They're unbelievable. How old is your son? 13. 13.
2: Apparently, children. You There's zero mate. chance. I'm not getting it. My, my kids aren't getting it and that's it you know, the high school principal is on board with us as well he gave him up an absolute flogging at the good on, yeah. The, uh, good uh, good on him yeah yeah that's a bloke we yeah. have to interview Yeah, but he knows what's going on yeah and he and he's still because it's a government funded school he's still and you know the, I, that. Yeah. in the in the movement here apparently yeah. he children on, have died right?
4: yeah we, we we look it's unconfirmed that you know this kind of thing's happening but there's a couple of cases where we've heard that children have died. That children, high school kids, have died there's, in Western Australia. Yeah, there's right after getting the jab. Yeah, there and were three. There was apparently lots of money that went. And look, I think that there's. I think they will come out one day. Yeah, there's one particular that I can think of, and um the name, is, you know. Yeah. Leave it. At, I mean, I'll leave it at that for the moment. But uh, speaking, you might, mate. Uh, I think they <laughs> just likes probably eyes, have just killed. No. I got
0: to, I got to, people. I got to kick some professionalism. in. They prison. have killed the, the they,
4: government has killed. Yeah, likely killed people unnecessarily. Yeah. yeah.
0: So what do you guys reckon? Um, I reckon in five years' time beer, we're gonna we're gonna again. be um we're gonna be I think, hey,
4: these guys. Have, you guys have been doing this for an hour. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Thing. I got to go for a you guys, kiss you guys anyway. are good, mate. gypsy kiss. Anyway, we didn't know what to say. this Yeah. Time. yeah. You guys are free
0: yeah. now we're right so that's good scotty's got
4: to go <laughs> well, and find you, a look, wallaby. have a have it a last uh, wallaby. Go sit go about wallaby. can you guys g- give us a, us a final <laughs> thing man a little spiel that you want to say like down with the clown or vote for the great australian party or oh
1: a- yeah you know, i'm yeah it's great australia party rod tracy you know get in there we're, it's time for a change we're, we're sick Absolutely. of this shit. sick of the the government not working for the people that elected them. And we want people in there that are going to fight for us, look up, stand up for our rights. And um, I'll tell you what, these jabs are not safe and effective. That's right. That's one of the biggest lies I've told people. Vote the majors right. last. Get rid yeah. of the corrupt career politicians.
4: Yep. So vote for the – vote the majors last. Put the Liberal, Labor, uh, Greens, Greens, Nationals, these, these major parties, put them on the bottom.
2: They want us to become a republic, mate. Yeah. We become a republic – constitution gets rewritten then we're really screwed yeah got to hold on to what we've got
0: yeah yeah well we need to be in a different set of circumstances before anything changes. right now we've got to correct that we've got to write the ship don't we yep. um we're out at right. sea at the moment we are stranded so jeff oh, anything what, else jeff, Matt. my
2: thing's all about um community connecting with community and especially coming to winter make sure you've got a good group of people around you that you can trust And if if you need them, you can call on those people at any time. You know know they're going to be there to back you up.
4: And the Southwest uh, community?
2: I've got Local Legends community in Australind. I started that up in November just on a whim.
0: How do people make contact with you through that, mate? Just through Messenger mainly. Messenger? And
2: and, and face-to-face as much as we can.
0: Facebook Messenger. What's the name of your group again? It's Local Legends. Local Legends. It's mainly just
2: for the Australind and Bunbury community. Beautiful. Now I've got a couple of people up up in uh, Darwin that uh let us know what's going on up there a couple of people over east you know just to but it's mainly just for local community yep right yeah. just so we can have each other's back. um
0: jeff matt sorry any other advice for people who might want to make contact with you or your groups or look when
1: i first started off you know i started going down to the rallies down in Bunbury there and, and the people down there are awesome you know very accepting um very open they, they'll sit there and listen they'll try and help you out and um you no know, bunch of great people down there so if you are feeling like that you know get in touch um how do they get in touch southwest, um southwest freedom community yeah.
0: on telegram 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 southwest yep. freedom community on telegram
3: yep
1: a lot of information out there on the on shit book as well
0: so. okay the name of the group on telegram is it southwest or sw 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 i think yeah so say it again sw, SW freedom community sw freedom community yep. that'll get you in touch with the bumbury group and of course if you're in perth it would be there's many of them but one of the ways you could get in contact with people the best way would be to follow perth rally calendar and come along to the events that are advertised it's very easy to do there's lots of posts with um flyers for the events just get in touch and in fact If you're not sure how to uh, get in touch with the groups that are further afield, people within the Perth rally scene will be able to assist you. So there you go. All right, Scotty, um, go find a man about a wallaby, mate.
4: See a man about a wallaby. I think these guys, are we all done? We're done. Taking a break now, guys? We're going to take a couple of minutes break, everyone, and we're
0: going to put some music on and that'll be that
4: down um, dump the majors sack them all yes. sack, sack em em all Hang sack sack ball, ball, sack blue tree. Tree. down sack with the ball. clown we'll be back in a few
0: minutes everybody Of course, Scotty is gone missing in action. Oh, uh, here he is. We'll be just—we're just a moment away. While Scotty sits down, everyone, we'll be back in just a second. Officially, this time, Scotty, how did you go with the Wallaby Man, mate? Did you find one?
4: I found the man with the Wallaby. Yes, good. It's a lovely little toilet just around the corner there. Oh, really? Sorry, I gave my Gypsy's kiss. <laughs> I, went, um, I went for a Gypsy's kiss, people. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Chrissy, <laughs> a bit of slang. Sorry, Chrissy. All right. Um, Chrissy is
0: joining us for this section, everyone, yes. and. She's probably shocked and horrified by now
4: and wondering what the heck she's gotten herself involved in she's coming to a a, a a back room of a <laughs> soccer club with a couple of dodgy looking blokes <laughs> <laughs> we've got a dog here yeah. on the floor as well
5: we do coco we my is with dog, us coco so we she's do. sitting
4: on the floor scratching away a minute ago but well <laughs> Just, okay. she seems to be all right now I've just dropped my glasses on the frog. I'll we'll get at oh my god okay we're back we're, we're we're just we're in a
0: funny mood everybody so um let me introduce Chrissy now Chrissy you're from Bridgetown
5: yes I I live in Bridgetown at the moment
0: about 45 minutes from Donnybrook yes in per oh, in western australia in the southwest of western australia and, and Chrissy, you've got a really tragic story to tell which is part of the reason why we're making so much effort to do these recordings and yes we've we've just mucked around with the other the other guys had a bit of a boys session had a bit of a laugh but this is really why we're here chrissy and um would you like to start telling us a little bit about yourself and the partner that you were with and the kind of person he was and you know the kind of life you lived with that person
5: sure yes so last year i had a boyfriend um we'd actually only been together 12 months or and then we decided to move in together. We had a fantastic year together. He nursed his sick wife of 30 years before he met me. Um, She died a year before, and then he met me and decided it was time to get on with his life, and we did. We lived that life for the the 12 months that we had travelling the state because we couldn't go much further than that yeah just had heaps of fun went out meeting people doing the things you do and had a great year so he had a bus and we traveled in that bus so we decided the bus wasn't big enough because it couldn't tow a vehicle so we decided to buy a caravan and a four-wheel drive i moved into his house and we decided to start our life together wow um yeah we got the caravan got it all together came down to bridgetown because i spent the last uh, four years five years before that here and he was coming down to spend some time because he was going to move here with me eventually buy here himself and yeah a week after we bought the caravan to go traveling um he died from the astrazeneca vaccine now, that obviously had started three months beforehand. Um, I have been a nurse in the past and uh, I actually asked him not to have the vaccine until such a day that the country was open. I would do it with him when the time was right, whether I felt it was right, wrong or, or indifferent or not, yeah. because I just wanted to be with the man that I'd chosen, um, but he went ahead of me and decided it was the right thing to do for the community. and
0: did, did he tell you that he was going to do it?
5: Yes, he did.
0: And just going back a few steps, when you said that this began three months earlier, what did you mean by that?
5: Well, because he had his first AstraZeneca shot three months before that.
0: Okay. See, and
5: we had discussed it then and I had begged him not to have it. Now, that, that particular time was not the time other vaccines were due to come out you know, at some time, and we would wait and do our homework on those before right, deciding, like, like
0: the Novavax.
5: That's I uh, know Pfizer. Pfizer was only oh. just had only just come out, but he'd already he he had the AstraZeneca because Pfizer wasn't out. And then, not oh, long. This is after really after early had, in the piece. Very early, yes. So after um, he decided to go the the AstraZeneca he had his first shot then Pfizer came out but he'd had already started on the AstraZeneca
0: and did you just going back <laughs> another step did you know that he was going off to take it yes I did right and so he's gone and done that um I've got to ask you was it at the local chemist in Bridgetown by any chance
5: no it wasn't it was at his local doctor in 2j
0: Oh right. Yes, okay. is where he had both shops. In the complete opposite direction of Bridgetown. Yes, so going that's right. North.
5: He died in Bridgetown visiting with me because this is where I live. And right. like I said, I moved into his house, but that was because he was going to sell his house and buy here in Bridgetown. Yes. So So
0: you were gonna move back here that's together. That's
5: right. He had already had a valuation on his house, knew what he wanted here instead of out there, and we were going to do that. So
0: Right. So let's go, um, to the, the point where he had the second shot. Did you notice anything soon after that, or it was just a couple of days later and then all of a sudden there were very clear circumstances presenting?
5: Um, after his second shot, that was on a Wednesday, there was nothing. He felt fine. He didn't have any side effect from the vaccine, no flu, cold symptoms, like some people were saying they get, dizziness, headaches, nothing, absolutely nothing. So he had that shot and on the Thursday we drove from 2J to Perth to my house, Mm. stayed in our caravan there um, and I grabbed a few things from my place as well into the caravan and then on the Friday we took off to Bridgetown um, to go to an event in Bridgetown and spend a few days and have a have a holiday in our brand new caravan we'd bought. Mm. Um, on that Saturday night of the event was, you know, everything was fine that day. Um, yeah, we had a great day um shopping in Bridgetown doing all sorts of different things hanging out yeah hanging out as you do seeing friends and yeah he he never said anything about feeling
0: did you notice anything about him
5: not at all he was totally normal in fact the only thing I noticed was he spent more money than he usually would that day he bought me a vest worth nearly 200 dollars, a denim vest that was like a hippie style thing which you know he he's had money but never really spent very much money but that day for some reason he insisted after i walked out of the shop without it he walked back in and bought it with unbeknownst to me and that's out of the ordinary for him totally
0: isn't that interesting yeah has that made you think a fair bit about what was going through his
5: mind um i didn't really connect it in no because It was just you know he just said look i I feel you should have that you know why didn't you get it for yourself and i said well because that's what i do i go in and look and then i put the money aside and i don't spend it that's how i'm i'm now retired basically yeah and and so i I didn't spend that money and then for him he he didn't buy birthday or christmas presents he said to me right at the start i I don't do that i never think to i don't do it i'm a bit of a miser like that and and i accepted that in him because he had so many other great qualities that was a nothing thing it was like materialistic yeah. stuff anyway it made no well, difference. Well, when you think about me.
0: it sometimes those things are just a social norm that we all accept that's but right. it really doesn't mean anything no
5: that's right and it didn't it, it made no difference to me the fact that the, the sort of man that he was um you know just mentally physically you know within a few weeks this particular man said to me oh about our relationship which most men would never say that word within two weeks but he, i said and i looked at him and i said oh i think you're jumping and he said no this is a relationship we're friends we're getting to know each other mm. i'm not scared of that word you know he said to me and i that made me sit up and pay attention because that's correct. It's totally right. We yep. as people have relationships every day, and we should never be scared of that word. Yes. And he certainly wasn't. And he was he was ready to fully live his life, which. And you, you know, and this is
0: where you started. When you say you sw- s- uh, sat up and took notice, you were like, "Oh, maybe this is the right guy for me."
5: Oh, absolutely! I knew that that was the right guy for me. There's no doubt about it. I was mm-hmm. so excited to be living my life with this guy. That was that way. I've mostly been single twenty years since my divorce. I found it very, very difficult to go to back to find a guy on an easy emotional level that can just live yeah. without putting, you know, names on things, or you know, it's really difficult to. Oh, Chrissy, to, to I can find totally
0: that. relate to you.
5: And yeah, you find one like that, well, you latch on.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's go now to the day you've come back to bridgetown had a lovely day and yeah. then that night yep. t- take us to that point now what happened
5: well that night we had an event for um bridgetown uh, we're starting a radio station there blackwood oh. river community radio and we had a big event that night the uh, first spring jam to raise some money to start our station so i was involved with that i was photographer for the night and of course my man came along he was there just hanging around for the night had a great night Uh, we had his dog coco with us because we were away for and going down south from here
0: and coco's under the table right now she is
5: yeah she goes everywhere i go she's become very stressed since al's no longer here yeah because al's wife ...before she died, had the dog all the time at home and he used to do FIFO. And then she died suddenly one day, was left with Al and oh, then
3: no.
5: uh, it was 14 months almost to the day, I think. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was eight, oh, 18 months Oh, Coco's months had two two a, years a
0: really stressful Oh, loss. yeah,
5: very stressful. Yep. Very stressful. So... Wow. And, and I'm about to, fi- to fight for, for Coco with all of this. The authorities i mean i don't need a a a care dog but uh my dog needs a care person so i'm going to go ahead and get that so that she can start to come more places with me and i don't have to leave her
0: ah lovely so tell us about what actually ended up eventuating with al
5: okay so tragedy yeah yeah it was it was a it was a serious (sighs) tragedy but Anyway, we got to that night, him and I had a great night. Um, he'd only had two drinks, was feeling fine. Um, the band, last band finished, so we walked out to check the dog, you know, get her out of the car, have, have a toilet break. Then we were going to go back in and, you know, yeah. hang out and say goodbye to everyone, do all that stuff. So whilst we're at the car, the dog uh, got back in the car and then our said to me, I don't feel terribly well, and I said, oh, what's wrong? I said, did you have too many to drink maybe? He said, no, I only had two, and he had two bourbons all night, From and we got there at 6 o'clock at night, and this was about quarter past 11. So he started spitting, and it was dark out in the car park. There was no lighting. Uh, I couldn't see what it was he was spitting, but he's not a smoker. He's not a big drinker. Very fit, healthy man at 67 years old, used to whip a snipper seven and a half acres. In fact, th- four days before we left 2J, that's exactly what he did. He whip a snippet seven and a half acres of property. He was a very fit man. There was nothing wrong with him. Right. Right. When so, you say
0: he was spitting, what do you mean? Well, I don't
5: know what he was spitting. I couldn't like see it. It was coughing or? and spitting. Like I you, could you hear, just hear it. I could just hear him spitting something up and I'm like
0: Was he on the other side of the car? Yeah, to he you? was. Right. He was on
5: the opposite side of the car to me. So he stepped away from the car for a second and I said to him, Oh, are you all right? And he said, Yeah, I'm okay now. I'm okay now. Hang on, give me a second. He was okay and then he started spitting again, and then he got back to the edge of the door of the car, and, and within that split second of stepping back into the light of the dash of the car, he slumped onto the passenger seat, and as he slumped onto the passenger seat, his face just went white, his eyes closed, he rolled out of the door, and by the time I got round the car, this was three minutes, Three minutes from when he started his spitting to the time that he was dead on the ground. Three minutes. There was no Did you warning.
0: find out what it was that he was spitting? Did you ever…
5: No. we. It was It was dark and it was in the grass and we tried to shine torches around and we couldn't really see. And then before I knew it, there were people everywhere. Uh, we got him out from because he rolled under the car a bit. We got him out and they started CPR and that went on for about half an hour, 40 minutes before the ambulance got there and then they did it for God, a good another 40 minutes, tried to um, bring him back with the de- uh, the defibrillator, but he, he was gone and I kept telling him to stop it because he was gone, he was gone before he hit the ground and they just, that's their job I understand, I'm a nurse, but yeah, he had long gone and yeah, like I said, it took three minutes from the start of his coughing where he started feeling uneasy and, and not right, within three minutes he was dead on the ground. So no warning whatsoever.
0: Did anyone go back the next day to have a look at the ground, try and find out what, what he was it blood or what I was I don't know.
5: I didn't. No, I didn't want to go anywhere near there. Yeah. I was just I didn't even know what the hell to do the next day, to be honest i was so didn't know what to do i thought that they would take his body to perth so uh, i connected up the caravan and went straight back to 2j thinking that's where they would send the body straight up to 2j but,
0: so no one told you
5: no no one told me what to do what what to expect i, I mean i knew he was he was gone and and why and you know because i had spoken to the doctor that night but oh my gosh um, the ambulance yeah.
4: people pronounced him dead on the spot they? Um
5: yeah well they they did after about half hour 40 minutes of working on him they pronounced that he was so they put him in the ambulance and took him to the hospital next door to the showgrounds
0: What was and the showground this you're at the showground the event was at the showground Yeah it was in right? in
5: the um big shed at the showgrounds it's like an right. event hall in the showgrounds Right
0: there, Right which is in, right next in door bridgetown. to the
5: ho- in bridgetown which is right next door to the hospital which is almost well. It's a, and the ambulance bay is like two minutes down the road from the hospital.
0: So, this has all happened. The ambulance came, and then they've pronounced that he's deceased, and they've obviously put his body into an ambulance.
5: Yes, and taken and, him to the hospital.
0: And they, but they didn't tell you which hospital.
5: Yeah, yeah. Oh no, they they took, they said oh. Bridgetown Hospital, I, oh. and I went straight to Bridgetown. Oh, hospital. okay. And then the doctor there was who pronounced him dead properly to me. And, and I oh, and certified
0: it, it. Yeah. Gotcha. But he
5: didn't – that that doctor and nobody there told me what to do next. I had no idea what to do next.
0: No one – didn't anyone speak to you? I mean
5: – Well, yeah, I, they spoke to me about, oh, we're sorry, he's You died. would have been sh- in shock. Yeah, they knew I was in shock. Um, yeah, nobody said anything. They didn't
0: I mean, offer you any, um, like – I don't know I mean, do you need somewhere to stay or no, no, no. that sounds extremely cold.
5: Yeah. But I mean, they're a hospital. They're there for sick people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I had somewhere to stay in my caravan, but, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, they could have at least said to me, look, this is the procedure of what will happen. Give you a bit of advice. um you know we suggest you stay around for a couple of days the police might want to talk to you they said nothing like that so the next morning i hadn't slept all night so i just hitched that caravan up and thought well they're going to be taking my man back to 2j i'm going there too well i drove back to 2j and al sat in the underneath the hospital here for at least three to four weeks what yeah so the car i'm just going
0: to point your mic up once there you go yeah yeah right
5: yeah so he was here and in the end for three to four weeks before the the car because they couldn't move him from here until the coroner had done all the checks and then from there he went to the funeral home that the family had chosen
0: right Sorry. and okay let's just go back to when we were in when you're in the hospital for a second um mm-hmm. did anyone say to you that we've seen this happen before or gave you any indication that because i mean i'm assuming that did did your mind jump straight to the fact that he had the second jab prior like three days prior to this occurring
5: oh that was the only thing i thought of i thought of nothing else like i said this man was healthy yeah there was there was nothing wrong with him yeah the only difference and the this is it when the doctor um asked me before i I got to see owl's body and say goodbye the doctor said to me i really need you to tell me what happened there was far too much blood for it to have been a heart attack but it was a heart attack
0: so when you say there was far too much blood what what does that mean
5: well that means they had to clean him up because he had blood outside his
0: he he'd he'd vomited blood i dare
5: say think that's what he was he was spitting he was spitting blood yes that's that's what this was that's what was going
0: through my mind
5: yeah and look i i didn't see the evidence of it apart from you know um him himself where he did have blood down around his mouth and around his chest and stuff where it had come out of his mouth um but yeah apart from that uh, yeah that he asked and, and said to me that you know what happened to this man there was too much blood for it to be a heart attack and i said to the doctor that well the only difference was he had his second astrazeneca shot three days before this and i told that doctor that i'm a nurse so you can tell me the truth i know what's going on here it looks like the side effect of the vaccine to me and he held my hand and then he hugged me and he said, oh, my God, you are so right and I'm so glad I can talk to you openly about this because you're a nurse. What? He said, but you know as well as I do, this is the side effects, he said, and I'm really sorry. He said, "I." Oh, and he was getting sick and tired of all the vaccine injuries, the lies and everything that he had had to put through pe- people through himself
0: Oh, my he'd God. He'd had
5: enough. He and he, sa- he, had said had enough. he said to me he'd had yeah. enough and it was getting way too much now.
0: Now, let's just hold that thought for a second. But What else did he say to you?
5: Uh, there wasn't really much else from that apart from, you know, we did both agree with each other that this was a side effect. Right. And it's like he said, there's nothing I can do about that. You know that. And I said, yeah, I do know that
0: and is this the doctor that subsequently took his own life
5: yes it is this very same doctor about seven weeks ago now took his own life in the surgery that he works in
3: wow went
5: to work that morning and took his own life
0: and the reason i bring this up is well number one it's quite it's interesting but there's we've Scotty and I have, as I just said earlier, we've been doing a bit of a tour of the Southwest region and collecting these stories. Yeah, Um, Still got quite a few to come out and still quite a few to do. But um, we've been told that that doctor was also the doctor of some other people that have been badly injured in the Bridgetown area. And there's a suggestion that he's committed suicide because of the situation that we're discussing do you think that's true or do you think that's all hearsay and
5: look i i think personally within my own heart i think it's true he told me he had enough and he he looked totally despaired in my eyes yeah when he was talking to me that night that my partner died from this he was in total despair himself He did not know what to say to me much you know he he was just he'd had enough and i could see that
0: chrissy i really believe that the the injury and death numbers is far far higher than anything that's been publicized or any any information that's even available like for example the therapeutic goods administration website have numbers on there and they admit that the numbers that they're showing are quite possibly only one percent of the truth yeah. and they suggested it could be ten times higher. i i would suggest that it's over a hundred times higher because uh i mean we've immersed ourselves in this situation but uh everywhere we go yeah we're meeting dozens of people that's right
5: there's heaps there's, there's heaps there's everywhere so you look in bridgetown i think i think we've got approximately four thousand people in bridgetown if there's yeah. 4000 and there's at least 10 that I've heard of in 4000 yeah, people higher. You, you put that in those statistics that's yeah. actually really high too yes yes it's really high statistically do you yes. know
4: ben and sharon
5: i don't actually know them no but i have spoken to them and i have heard of them <clears throat> we were all at a at a meeting in bridgetown a few weeks ago um there was a special councilors meeting that we got petitions for council to have the meeting to drop the mandates and that's when I met a few other people that had they had banners just like my banner
0: yeah and of course I just want to interject that um, for everyone listening and we've actually got four people listening in at the moment (coughs) I've got to say a special hello to Troy and Nick Um, I know Troy personally and Nick's been in on quite a few of our uh, podcasts already Um, so hello to all of you, but just to take that back a step ben and sharon are the couple who ben ben has been badly injured and he's uh, almost i
4: I would say some sort of paralysis in part of his
5: on his
0: right side his right side yeah yeah just speaking that right mate um yeah so he he's his face is droopy his um legs or his right leg is he can't really control he's right it he kind of drags behind
4: him
5: so it's stroke symptoms well he's been what it's
4: yeah he's been referred to the vaccination yeah. adverse reaction clinic, clinic at the well, stroke
5: one of the perth is, hospitals is, is one of the 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 things on the list for what the vaccine causes that's right i think you know? <laughs> it's definitely on there ms yeah i do believe well, well, part another, of the story is that yeah. they're
0: trying to claim that yeah it, what has happened what's actually happened is the jab has brought an early onset of yes. MS that he would that's right. would have had anyway. But as if that's well, some kind of, that. that's yeah. what it was. Oh, it? But it, okay. as if that's some kind of, um, oh, see, it's not really the, the Vax's fault. Again, 1984, double yeah. think. Because yeah.
4: Double speak. Yeah. Double speak. Well, yeah. this guy's only 42 years old and he yeah. was, he was uh, uh in the building industry. Mm. Uh, well he was a tyler Tyler, right yeah yeah Mm. he was very fit and he's look he's he's a he's a very slim guy yeah yeah and i was there with his daughter we did a put a video up uh, we saw interview with his teenage daughter and his and his and his wife and he's been referred to the vaccine one of the in the perth one of the perth hospitals and they said the same doctor i believe yeah that you're talking about they committed suicide told them that it was the resort from the jab
0: yeah they admit it yeah it's insane isn't well, it well
5: this doctor i mean it sounds like he had been saying it to a few people i'm not the only one he said it to I'm, you know and i, I know there's others that he did speak to th- as well and this
4: doctor went into the hospital uh where he worked and he committed suicide
5: no he went into the doctor's office because he, he also um is a, one of the private doctors in town as okay. well as right um in charge in the hospital
0: we've got um one of our listeners um cabs saying that they have two friends in work that now suffer from angina because of the second dose yeah. another extremely common story
5: yeah extremely common I know
0: did you're since you're a nurse um, one of the the things that comes out from all of these circumstances that we're discussing now is the code words that the nurses use the nurses and doctors use in the hospital yeah code words like oh this is I'll use my own name
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: I hope that's not like uh, what's it called badmonition yeah something yeah like that. <laughs> But um, oh, this is, you know, when when they're, they're doing their, their changeover shifts, they come in with the nurse that's on shift is coming in with the one that's coming coming on to shift. Yeah. Oh, this is Andrew. Um, he's had a completely normal reaction to the jab. Yes. And he's going to be here overnight, but he's going to be going home soon. Yes. And everyone we speak to, they, they relay very, very, almost identical sets of conversations like that. And you can totally see that it's all code words for this person's seriously injured
5: that's and correct. we don't
0: know if they're going to go home soon but we hope they will
5: yes basically that's exactly again right.
0: 1984 but double the thing
5: is that they, 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 they it needs to be said that way because if they weren't saying it that way there would be hysteria in all of our hospitals if they were actually walking around
0: but saying be-
5: things that were true could you imagine what oh, people would be thinking? But it's well, not, Chrissy. Are you a, a nurse not, s- now?
4: Are you? A, no, I'm, I'm not. not.
5: I, and <sighs> I will tell you, I'm not a nurse now, and that is because I was asked five years ago by my boss to have the flu vaccine, the every year flu vaccine. You're the only one left that hasn't had it on this in this nursing home, Chrissy. Please, it's your turn. You have to have it. Oh gosh. And I said no. So they put a piece of paper in front of me to sign that I would have to, if I caught the flu, I would have had to take six weeks off of work with no pay. I would then have to buy trammy flu for six weeks and prove that I'd taken it at $94 a week.
0: Oh my gosh. And then at
5: the end of that, I could go back to work. So I wrote my resignation and walked away two weeks later. Good on you and i have not worked i'm since. sick
0: of these tyrants yeah. um you tell you what I'm, i might try something completely new we've got five people tuned in um would any of our listeners like to ask a question of Chrissy? Sure, that'd be really interesting we've got a couple of messages people mainly saying hi caps has asked a question yep. would anyone like to ask a question because we'd love to hear from you please Put it into the messages and we'll what we'll ask that question.
5: No, I'm all right.
0: Um okay. Oh, someone's saying Sapabi. Okay. Um Chrissy, let's move on then um to what's then happened since Al passed away. Almost immediately his family kicked you out of the house that you were sharing.
5: Yes. Um i was asked to leave um, which was it was a bit rough um al's daughter and son didn't want me to leave but his wife who had died previously half the house belonged to her children
0: oh all right
5: but al had had the house put in completely his name because his wife died (coughs) excuse me the title deed ended up in his name Mm-hmm. But he promised them that they would have half the house between those four and the other two, his children, would get the other half of the house between them. That yeah. was the deal.
0: Fair bet- split That's between fair the families. Split. Yeah. I,
5: you know, and I, I I actually said to Al when I got with him, please make sure you've got your will in place. I don't need your children thinking I'm taking your stuff. Yeah. i got my own stuff. i got my own house. Yeah, i got all of that myself. So I insisted that he have that in place. He told me he did turns out he didn't Right. so but anyway that's neither here nor there that's still up in the air you know everything to do with that but yes his stepchildren were the ones that said they did not feel comfortable with me staying in al's house thank even though god you I had, had your own property in. yeah well thank god i had somewhere to go that's yeah. exactly right
0: um chrissy um sj is asking Since you haven't worked for quite some time, how do you support yourself?
5: I am actually sick myself now. Um, I'm trying to get myself onto disability because I have a a form of dementia. Right. Due to stress is coming on quicker than ever now. Um, especially since Al died, it's getting worse. Um, so I get the doll at the moment and they keep fighting me to go back to work, but I can't work. I'm now a danger to other people when it Mm. comes to being in the workplace because I forget things and I seriously forget things now. Sometimes I forget where I'm driving, you Mm. know, but I work it out and I just keep driving and I get there, you know, things, uh, and this is all brought on by stress. I've had doctors say that it's, it's called pseudo dementia. And it's all from stress right. and it's been happening for a while and now this has just really kicked it off big time so i'm in the process of fighting centrelink to try and get a disability payment so that i could at least enjoy the last maybe 10 15 years that i've got
0: yeah absolutely so are you on any medication at all for that like is there anything no, that, no.
5: No, it's too early for medication at this stage.
0: Right. Um, Sj is asking, have you tried CBD? I'm a bit scared to ask what that is, but um, do you know what that I, is? Yeah,
5: I know what that is, and yes, thank you. I already use it. Okay. Is that <laughs> is
0: that medical marijuana? <laughs> yes, it
5: <laughs> oh, is. Oh,
0: thanks for that, Sj. I'll I'll, not... I'll be on that too. I thought it was Central Business District. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no you didn't
0: <laughs> uh, i knew what it was <laughs> that's why i was scared no. to ask there's a lot of green fairies down around bridgetown sj um that, there's
5: green fairies everywhere
0: there are yes there are there are
5: yes they're a huge minority of people
0: they're a, hu- they're a <laughs> huge minority of people they are um right i'm
4: sticking to the emu export oh okay scotty
0: yeah by the way everyone Bush i've got to, i've got to bring it up for our listeners scotty spilt beer on my roadcaster pro <gasps> there's gonna be some serious discussions on the way home tonight about that
4: <laughs> but, uh, yeah well. scotty
5: could have been worse you could have been watching what my dog was gonna do that he didn't get the photos uh, <laughs> off Sco- uh, everyone
0: else yeah, might I'm be interested to know that scotty was chasing the dog around the football <laughs> level trying to film
4: it taking a dump <laughs> just the things we do when we're bored because the dog was going to demonstrate exactly what she felt of the current labor and liberal governments
5: yes she was she was
4: going to have a shit.
5: she was she tried we we
4: tried (laughs) she's constipated (laughs) so basically the government has made chrissy's dog coco
0: constipated (laughs) scotty and chrissy um Caps says yes. that um scotty you need to be dropped from the show <laughs> who said that and you need to take the jab now oh. no, no jab for me sorry Who's,
4: who said who said
0: that what's her name caps i don't caps. know I don't, caps come are, on are you now. a girl or a boy <laughs> not that it's any of our business maybe yeah. flu. welcome no, <laughs> wait
4: a minute she's responding i saw something move
0: oh well which he's tuned in, Caps is tuned in from England. England? Oh, wow. Male Oh,
4: I say, jolly good old England. England. Where part oh, of England what, are you mate? from? Oh, All right, mate, where oh, are you from, Caps? You, now, just to let you know that I used to live in England. Caps, <laughs> cabs Birmingham. Birmingham, we got a Brummie on the line. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, the funny thing is, I always try to do a, a Scouser accent, and every time I do, um, they go, Oh yeah, you've got a good bird you got a bro like a brummy like, you know. Anyway. Hey. <laughs> anyway, we we do love brummies. Um Are you, oh, are you male or female, female, by the way? Years as well.
0: He's a male, thirty-six.
4: Oh, right, right. Whatever but, you do. I'm perhaps, not interested now. Whatever you do, perhaps,
0: <laughs> Don't ask him about his days in the Burmese jungle with the rebel warlords. We don't need oh, to get wow. onto that subject. Uh, we're going to do a yeah. special show all yeah. no, but you know you
4: don't seriously <laughs> want me to leave the show do you because we've just got started <laughs> okay, give me a break
0: hey mate it's Cap saying that from England not me I'll just dump you out of the I'm car asking. on the way home oh, right, right.
4: What they say? Uh,
0: what did it say? Uh, <sighs> he's joking he doesn't want you oh, he doesn't no, want God. You <laughs> him oh, thank God thank God thank that. God by the way um an interesting little tit bit for you Scotty bit with, he sorry. said tit is in t-i-t yeah. <laughs> sorry i
5: got tits on him oh here we go oh yeah, lost here
0: we go here we go well, you said tit you said tit bit not Next tidbit. Thing you know scotty's going to be out looking looking to find a man to talk to him about a wallaby or <laughs> a chick
4: are we looking for it
0: yeah right scotty you're a bit old for that My God.
4: there's, <laughs> there's um, a few sheilas out there with
0: some never mind <laughs> <laughs> see what i've got to put up <laughs> with it's entertaining uh, it's, it is entertaining me, so. Uh, Okay, so we've gone completely off track. Um, everyone, we have actually, we're here at, it's, it's literally we're at a political event. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd never guess from listening to this. But um, we have got um, a room full of people just outside the door where we are. We do. Um, listening to members of the, or should I say candidates, of the CADCO Alliance. And for anyone who wants to know about that, scotty's going to tell you right now it's the
4: independent freedom parties in western australia who are opposed to the you know we have this left-right paradigm which exists all around the globe in england it's the you know the conservatives and the labor party in america it's the democrats and republicans in australia it's basically the liberals and the labor party and these guys it's like to describe it the best simplest way would be coke and pepsi we have either party in it doesn't really matter they both do the same insane policies they both never challenge the the great established uh well these established the the, the corruption the the entrenched corruption within mm. this left-right paradigm so we, we're yes. so what we want to get rid of is a lot of the mantra amongst the freedom parties in western australia and around the world is get rid of the majors and and we're here we've got a federal election coming up next saturday a federal election in australia and we really really need to get rid of the liberal and the labor the mainstream parties dump the majors sack the all, and we and get the Independent freedom parties in, and that includes the ones that are out here today in Western Australia. Is that right? A good One, un, 100%. But I mean, I think, 100%. Did, Scotty,
0: I've got to be honest, I was watching the messages come through. But did you mention that the members of the CADCO Alliance, who are made up of the Australian Different Federation parties. Party, yep. the IMOP Party, and the Great Australian Party, um, are working together? And the AFP. I already said that. Okay. Oh, my God i think you've got dementia i
5: think it's catching off me sorry catching. um sorry but, highly concerned these say? parties
0: although they're from they're 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 <laughs> actually op- opponents they've signed an agreement to oh, work agree. together to get the majors out
4: Guess, yes 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 so we want to get them get the majors out they formed an alliance so they will preference each other yeah and it's this preferential system was a bit complicated isn't it
0: and it is and we've just had a um, person from scotland join us scotland and before i great. was
4: i was <laughs> great
0: mate i i was I, saying I scottish by the way i was trying to say that we actually have quite a few people from around the world tuning in quite a lot from america believe it or not <sighs> but because i said titbit we went off onto a whole other tangent <laughs> yes you say he admits saying it's it's a it's something, tidbit. something tidbit, not a bit scotty titty bits <laughs> said it again scotty doesn't uh, scotty
5: doesn't know scotty, scotty doesn't, doesn't forget know. where the toilets
0: are troy just said
5: sorry. troy
0: that's a very good point it's Scotty's only old. some of them you'll
5: get that joke that i
3: did
0: sorry scotty's an old fella everyone he only lasts for a few minutes at a time and he's got to rush to the toilet <laughs> um if i'm oh, we need another beer by the way we we're do running need out we do
4: I've already run out quite a while ago okay so look but everybody I believe everybody around the world is suffering under the same sort of global tyranny emanating from the Davos crowd and the Anglo-American establishment so Britain Scotland you I mean you guys in Birmingham Birmingham and Scotland you all know what's going all on know. We
0: all know. We America, can all see yeah. it. Yeah. We all
4: know. We can all see it, and we can all see Senator
0: Palpatine. I mean, Klaus Schwab, from the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab, um, that dirty, dirty, um, commie bastard. Yeah, he's worse the, than that. That's, that's uh, too glo- kind. The global
4: it? communism is what it sort of is, and you know, you gotta, you gotta understand that. These people are uh, old families talking about this. Uh, well, he, his heritage is literally Nazi. Apparently he's
0: connected to the Rothschild banking well, clan. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm sure, but I'm pretty certain his family, his uncles and grandfathers, etc., were SSR. I offices. don't know
4: about that. But, <clears throat> we need to but anyway, these this. guys are in power still anyway. maybe one We need of a democratic
5: society. We need Simple a. As we need that. a very. We need one where the people can choose and choose correctly, instead of a choice of two is not democratic. Mm.
4: Yes. So, the, but just to get back on that two thing, we don't want to have. The, we also have some. minor... We have the Greens, which are just a really bunch of communists. Really, they worse. really are. And they then take the
0: from oil companies, oil and gas companies. Yeah, yeah. that's
4: a fact. They're all hopeless so we have four sort of we have two major parties in australia but then there's two sort of uh the greens and the nationals but you know we got to get rid of these these are the ones we need to dump in the bin uh the red bin for those that uh, throw their trash away not the recycling bin because that's recycling would be sort of uh, a metaphor relating to the of what your preferences go we don't want to give our pref you know vote for a minor party that then preferences one of the majors so that's the issue that's a big issue um I think we need to wrap it up but I just, want to, ask, to I just want to ask Yes, Chris. let's well, I think we're doing too much talking. you're not like Chrissy speak
0: well I just wanted to ask Chrissy fire question. away girl have you noticed that um you know everywhere we go the COVID pandemic is like Oh my God, we're all going to die. We need to run for the hills. But the masks are littering the shit out of everything. They're in our waterways. <laughs> they're they're everywhere. everywhere.
5: Down here in the southwest, you even find them in the little creeks, waterways. People it's incredible. leave them down the Blackwood River. But but have you noticed, Chrissy? It's disgusting.
0: That, that there's no biohazard bins for them.
5: No, that's no. right
0: and we were told actually on this show from the park in bunbury just two weeks ago that um the local council there there was an inquiry made about well what do you do with all these these things that are all over the park yeah and they said well we just mow over them
5: (laughs) oh oh god
0: they mix them into the
4: atmosphere by
0: shredding the crap out of them and
4: (laughs) not only are they killing our children in and jabbing children in yeah. western australia and rest of australia apparently but they're also shredding the masks and throwing them in littering or parks it's insane anyways more insanity there yeah. everything the government does is That's insane right. we can no longer trust the government Sack in
5: hospitals exactly yeah. there are special places we need to put our used masks syringes yes any used items bio- yes, bio- that's right, there's, that's right. Yes. there's bio has containers everywhere big ones small ones depending on the item that's right <clears throat> that's how we deal with them in a hospital but obviously out in the community well they don't care what we're doing with them do
0: you know that um well we all know that youtube is just a disgusting little sub pit of snakes who censor the shit out of anyone who wants to just speak about pure reality um I got one of my videos deleted after about an hour. It was doing really well as well. Yeah, a they, lot of censorship. This. It's the yeah. modern
4: version. In the 1930s, they called it book burning. It, today, in the uh, the year of 2022, we call it YouTube, Google. That we said big it's the digital Gulag, yeah. digital gulag, 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 digital. <laughs> it is not a so gulag. It's, they they are censoring, and it's the, the book burning of the. I gotta I got, a, t- I got yeah. a confession I have to make as well did you burn a book no no well the- you spoke beer I- on my roadcaster. so yeah look I- I'll probably have to mix it in the future because I messed <laughs> up I gave a podcast a while ago with hang loose recluse and guess what I did I mixed up my German playwrights from the 17th from the 18th and the 20th <laughs> centuries come on I- are yeah, you just showing will-, will you forgive me so I confused Bertolt Breck and Heinrich Hein, although, look, I've got to qualify. Bertolt Breck wrote in the 19th you know, I just look at the 1930s and, and he, he wrote a shooting. poem. <laughs> he wrote about book burning, but it was Heinrich Hein, who was like about a hundred years earlier, well, maybe the 50, hundred years earlier in the late 1700, early 1800s. he made a statement. I think it's very prophetic about the censorship. It says once you start burning books, ultimately, you start burning people and that was the quote I attributed that quote not from Heinrich Heim but I it to Bertolt Brecht. it's actually Heinrich Heim but anyway the the point is <laughs> why we cleared that up <laughs> are you guys gonna forget I was very for...
0: confused till that point so, <laughs> so but
4: the, the point to take from this is that
0: was anyone um, else out there and listen
3: to book
4: burning uh you know ultimately You know you start doing this book burning it's it's a form of you know it's fascism it's communism it's roll all rolled into one it's how they control and the we are suffering that today from big tech in the Western societies today definitely down with them
0: down with them and down with mcclown the West Australian premier you just if
4: anybody out there would like to forgive me uh just who's listening in, just type in there. I forgive you for confusing my <laughs> German poets from the 18th right. and 19th, 20th centuries. So I, I the, the, well, okay, Scotty, somebody, we're going forgive forgive <laughs> we've already, we've already, look,
0: Caps is forgiven you. Oh, okay. All right, then. oh but, Thank you. He's happy thank you. Now. My choice says he'll never forgive you, but <laughs> Troy had to put up with him for sure, you
4: bastard. <laughs> but, uh, my to my. Um, new new friend in in Birmingham. Good on you. Good on you, mate. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Good on ya, mate, go you, mate. you go, Birmingham.
0: We're here, by the way, for our friends overseas. There are not kangaroos in our backyards. They're all around, but they don't live in our backyards unless you're in the well, Swan. No, Daly.
5: in Preston, Preston Beach, they live in people's yards too. Well,
0: that's highly probable. They're probably <laughs> I've just told a lie, everyone. And can- generally <laughs> speaking, they don't live in our backyards. I get asked that. Not before. in the, the cities. The Not in no, the cities. No, no. Not, Not the city. even in the suburbs, really. and, But
4: the kangaroo steaks are really good. The one thing, you do have to put – I think its good, if you cook kangaroo steaks, put butter on them when you cook them. Caps wants to know if the kangaroos can drive cars.
3: No. No, but no.
4: I, they, some of them are in Parliament.
0: <laughs> oh, those ones in Parliament, they're the ones that are loose in the top paddock.
4: Yeah, yeah. The um, ones that we need to go out and call.
0: Um, can I just make a suggestion? Oh, that no. Now we're just rambling on with shit. So <laughs> we, everyone that's yep. listening to us, we do have some really interesting guests coming we up. We've just had one You've of the most interesting out. guests. We're going to get evening. some more later.
4: Uh, we do want to mm-hmm. say that we're going to follow up. I think we're trying to. Get, we're we're going to
0: follow the... up with
4: you, Chrissy, for
0: sure.
3: No worries. Um,
0: in a really serious expose of what's going on and we'll have more of a chat about that later um, before you leave tonight. But um, for everyone, we're going to put some music on. Scotty's going to go and buy me a beer because of the mistake he made by spilling it on my road. In fact, for the rest of the night, right, Scotty? (laughs)
4: Well, you know, I've lost my job. What do we do this for free? We need, we need, <laughs> He's trying I'm to wiggle go there out try of to get, I'm going to try to get these guys to get us a few beers. Maybe Chrissy. Just, no, yeah, just t- 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 tell the them moon. you're with
5: the band. The good old boys, mate. With can, the band. we are with the
4: organizers. And you get
5: the alcohol as part of the band.
4: Yeah, can, can you do this favor for me there,
5: Chrissy? <laughs>
4: and by the way, have you forgiven me for the the, the oh, poetry? uh, uh Oh, uh, look, I'm,
0: I'm still getting it I'm over it. But listen, but I'm struggling. Listen, I'm going to no. put some music yes. on. Um, For Caps is asking and for everyone who's wondering, we are going to be on for quite a, a little while tonight. We've got um, Captain – or I should say ex-Captain Graham Hood coming on, I believe. I'm a little bit nervous to say that because he's extremely popular and everyone just wants to talk to him. Mm. He's a bit of a – um. Or should I say cult hero I think he's actually bigger than so that. so figure in, in the the oh,
5: freedom movement in Australia yeah, absolutely he's oh, a
0: very big figure in the Australian yeah freedom very movement. much so yeah and we're all here for freedom
5: yes uh, let's call him the the freedom guru shall we
0: we can call him that he was yeah. a Captain Caps he was a Qantas captain um with Qantas and who's spoken an out pirate. greatly
4: over uh he's spoken over the many months
0: Well, what happened was he he was forced to take the jab as well and he decided there was no way he was going to do that. So he recorded a a, a video on his phone and posted it up to his Facebook page explaining to his friends and family where his position was at and that he'd resigned or he was about to resign from Qantas. Mm -hmm. Woke up the next morning with over 7.1 million views um, and that... Skyrocketed um, within the next twenty four hours, and now there's you know tens of millions of views from all around of the world. Yeah. Um, he has spoken at the you know the seven hundred fifty thousand odd um, numbers of, uh, in the rallies in Melbourne and at Canberra, three hundred thousand people in Canberra. Here in Perth, where we struggle to get ten thousand. Um, but he spoke. We've here had as well, over forty thousand
4: at rallies in Perth, we have. and nobody and the media doesn't report them. Yes, no, never. The media is very ex- in Western Australia. It's completely corrupted. The, completely, the, the mainstream that's right.
5: media. Well, we we actually had problems with the media ourselves in Bridgetown just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had oh, yeah. due to our meetings. I'm sure you. You saw the snippet, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We heard about it. It's actually now we've got
0: the the photograph. Yeah,
5: that's right. Now, uh, that uh, Manjimup Bridgetown Gazette Times, whatever it's called, he reckons he was an independent media business and he had every right to say whatever it was he wanted to. Well, he's not independent. If you look on their back page, they're actually a subsidiary of the West Australian newspaper which, Whoa. as we know, who that is and exactly Which is a completely
4: corrupted news yeah. Corrupted, totally. By okay. the way, I've written So for them. they're
5: now taking over our local Gazette papers and spinning that bullshit right on our front doors.
0: Yeah. With that, um, we're going to follow up on that, everybody. Bull-